Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movement Elevated Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Scott Runyon, uh, sports physical therapist located in Colorado. And as I'm recording this episode, it is snowing again in April. We've been getting quite a lot of this recently. Uh, it just doesn't want to seem to stop yet, but uh, it's kind of what you have come to expect out here in the Centennial State. Uh, it can snow any time of year, and spring a lot of times seems to be the worst. You get those mixture of 65, 70-degree days followed by another snowstorm coming through. So that's what we've got again today. Um, so today's topic, I want to talk about a sport which is typically done a little bit more towards warmer weather, summertime. Uh, for me, it's usually more in the spring and the fall when I'm uh, getting involved in rock climbing. But uh, that's our topic for today. And for some people, it might be a year-round sport. I know people are climbing down a shelf road in the winter uh, pretty much all year round as well. So let's talk about the lower body when it comes to rock climbing. Uh, there's a lot of focus on things to do for your upper body, ways to avoid uh, pulley injuries, uh, way to avoid climber's elbows, uh, things like that uh, when it comes to rock climbing. But we all know that most of your power, most of your uh, effort should be spent using your lower body to propel yourself up the wall. And while maintaining good solid strength in the lower body is obviously important, we're going to focus a little bit more today on your flexibility, your ability to move with the lower body, uh, to be able to put yourself in certain positions and to do it effectively and ways that you can train your body to do that a little bit better. Um, you know, you know, again, we think of this a lot with the upper body, but the lower body kind of tends to get neglected in this sport when it comes to that. Um, so we're going to go through pretty much every joint in the legs and cover ways to uh, effectively keep things loose and avoid injuries. <clears throat> so thinking first with your hip flexors, your quad muscles, uh, your psoas, um, you want to make sure that uh, those are staying, you know, plenty flexible, uh, doing things like a runner stretch or a couch stretch, uh, getting that uh, stretch feeling through that front of your thigh and uh, across the hip is going to be important to help avoid any injuries, any strains or anything like that um, with, the, with the quads. Uh, it'll help make sure that you can avoid tendonitis issues. Uh, with your quads, patella, uh, around the kneecap as well. Um, and then on the opposite side, you want to think about the hamstrings. You want to be doing uh, good effective stretches on the hamstrings. Um, so think about your like your heel hooks. If you're trying to do a heel hook move, then you are uh, putting a lot of a lot of force and strain through your hamstring muscles. So you want to make sure that you've got that mobility, one, to get up there, and two, to do it safely. So you want to have appropriate flexibility with your hamstrings, and then you want to also have good strength uh, at that end range with your hamstring fully 
fully stretched out, uh, our muscles react different, differently depending on if they are shortened or lengthened. And as we move our joints, they are shortening and lengthening. So at different positions of our joints, our muscles are going to react a little bit differently. So that's a consideration that you want to take when you're going through a maneuver like that is that you're putting yourself in a position where your muscle might be compromised uh, if you're not used to generating force in that position and then you try to do it in a forceful manner. So if you're not taking care of this, that could lead to, you know, hamstring pulls, uh, which could, you know, put you out for some period of time. Along those same lines, we also want to think about the hips. We want to make sure we have good rotation, uh, both what we call internal rotation and external rotation. Uh, that's going to help you get into better positions along the wall. You may um, have to turn your hips in or out uh, to get against the wall in a certain spot, um, you know, to get your, your toes on that foothold that you want it to be on. If you got a nice uh, thin spot you're trying to stay on, you got to uh, rotate your hips out um, to catch, you know, your big toe on that spot that you want. And if you don't have that hip flexibility to do so, that's going to limit your op your options when it comes to, uh, you know, which, which line you're going to take on that route. So I've been prescribing a lot of pigeon stretch recently for uh, getting external rotation. Um, butterfly stretches are also a fine way to get some hip rotation going out there. Um, you can look up either one of those and try that out. Um, there's also different ways to do some hip internal rotation stretches. You want to be careful with hip internal rotation stretches because there's a lot of them out there that put a lot of stress on the inner part of your knees. Um, so when you're looking for a hip internal rotation stretch, make sure that uh, that's a consideration and that you're not feeling any pain on the inside of your knee if you're doing that kind of stretch. So same thing I was talking about with the hamstrings. When you're putting your joints in a certain position, the muscles also are changing their length. Um, so make sure that you train in more extreme ranges of motion as well. Uh, you know, starting low load and building up from there um, to be able to uh, handle uh, any, any uh, load from a push that you're going to make um, up to the next hold. So let's also consider the, um, you know, going further down the line. Uh, we kind of covered the knees a little bit with, you know, hamstrings and uh, quads. Um, but you want to make sure you have some good general uh, range of motion uh, with the knees as well. Make sure that, uh, you know, not, um, not just your hip flexors, but specifically your quad as well uh, is um, uh, flexible um, to get you in spots that you want to be in. And something like a, uh, a stomach lying quad stretch, taking a strap, pulling your foot towards your head with a strap um, while you're laying on your stomach uh, can be a good way to get more specifically the quad stretched out as well. Uh, let's also consider your ankles. So a lot of times you've got to go into some extreme what we call dorsiflexion, bending those ankles, bringing those toes up um, to get the good grip from your climbing shoes on the rock wall. 
so if you don't have good calf flexibility, that's going to significantly limit what you're able to do with, uh, with that position. Um, so you want to make sure that you're doing some good calf stretches, get you that ankle dorsiflexion that you need, and then also be training through that whole range of motion. Um, a lot of times a heel raise off of the edge of a, a stool or off the edge of a stair, uh, where you're going down past the level of the stair, going past zero degrees, that can uh, allow you to train through a wider range of motion that allow you to go past, uh, past that zero degree range of motion. And so that allows you to, um, not only be stronger in that position when you're on the wall, it'll allow you to, uh, uh, stay in that position for a longer period of time if you need to, and not get so tired, not get so many calf cramps, uh, and things like that. So that's kind of a basic head to toe or not head to toe, hip to toe, <laughs> um, uh, look at, um, flexibility throughout your lower body. And remember, it's not about just being able to obtain a range of motion. It's also about being strong in that range. So once you stretch out, you want to make sure that you're also able to do some uh, strength training from a more extreme range of motion. And you can do some different things with that where you are starting with a low load and then gradually building up from there. Always start lower and then build up as you get stronger. Uh, that's what's going to help you do that safely without uh, putting so much stress right away and then ended up ending up hurting yourself because you went too big too fast. So that is our basics for that today. Uh, go out and apply that knowledge. Uh, if you have any questions on this topic, please reach out to me. Uh, you can reach out on Instagram at backcountrypt, or you can email me scott at backcountry.physio. That's scott at backcountry.physio. Uh, and I will be glad to help you out, talk you through some of the stuff, and uh, we can figure out what's best for you to progress yourself to the next level for uh, this upcoming season. Um, so, Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. Let your friends know about the Movement Elevated podcast, and we will catch you guys next time.